that's always disconcerting. <laughs> like hearing your voice like oh, that. Oh yeah, man. I know. You know, it is it is really weird. <laughs> and of course, like I've got even with like all the kit and everything, I got these like table um, mic stands for yeah. it too. Yeah, which, yeah, the, the shorties. Yes, the I pick up the box from the front porch, and the box no weighs like. 50 pounds. I'm like, why is this? Oh, these so jokers heavy? are just heavy. Yeah, and so I, I start like going through it and I'm pulling out like the headphones and the microphones mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, this is way heavier than just super it overkill. Should be. And then I, I go in and I, I pick up one of the boxes for the mic stands. I'm like, that's why. Because each one weighs like 10 pounds. Oh, there's, yeah, no. There's four of them in there. So uh, uh, working at the equipment shop now, man, I, um, some of these smaller, like, uh, on a, on a kick drum, you can have a, a small mic stand right yeah. there, and it, the bass—it's about ten pounds. Because that one, those those mics are expensive, and two, if that joker gets kicked over, that mic might be damaged, uh, right? Or a cable or you know, a connection, it's, something. And it can't be top heavy. You don't want oh, it. Oh yeah. You've got to, especially with like a, a it, mic over a drum set or something. It's got a cantilever a good bit. Exactly. And it's have some serious weight to it. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So like you were saying. Um, Kind of if you can get paid to do what you want to do oh and everything. My God. So the thought for this came up when I was in Birmingham. Yeah. And every time on a Saturday, because every, every weekend there was Cars and Coffee. And it was at this small little parking lot in like a gym that you, it was like if you knew, you knew. Okay, and, yeah. And so it was it was like a local guys kind yes, of deal. But it was, there. I mean, a big group of guys knew yeah. about it. So every weekend... 15 to 20 cars would come out and it was always a great turnout of things. Yeah, okay. And that was just super casual, you know, go out, hang out with some people, great breakfast in the area. Oh, man. I mean, that's the best part about a cars and coffee is you go get coffee and breakfast. Yes. Yeah, man. And so it was perfect. And then every month on the second Saturday of the month, they had Magic City Octane, which was the big event that was put together. They had some sponsors that could set up booths and everything. And um, they had uh, like parking lot security, kind of make sure everyone's behaving, and right. people from the public don't intermingle and you know take yeah, up yeah. the spots uh, where like a, like a Honda Odyssey doesn't just roll up and yes <laughs> park it, next to a GT3 or something exactly, and then ruins your shots, and everyone's like, yeah, who is this man. person? Um, just go to the gym, yeah, right? And so those were like such great events. But if a Saturday rolled around, the weather was bad. The weekly one was like, well, you, you know, you just got to delay it, or you, right. you know, it just doesn't happen. It always sucked, but then I enjoyed those rainy days sitting at home, and I'm scrolling through Instagram or going on YouTube, and I'm seeing where, like, what other car events are going on in the area. Right. You know, I'm like, all right, these people, you know, this YouTuber or whatever, out in California, it it never rains. Right, of course, yeah. So they've just got cars and coffee every single weekend. Yes. And so they get these huge events that, like, are incredible to see, and it's like, all right, well, that's my way of kind of getting to see what's going on yeah you're you're cars and coffee by like osmosis yes vicarious right (laughs) yeah and so you get to enjoy those types of things and i was like you know this would be a great way to like all right go like create this sort of show type feel of things Mm -hmm. and go every weekend find where the best weather is going to be that a cars (laughs) and coffee is going to happen yeah and do a podcast that someone can Throughout the week, they can listen to it and catch up. If they didn't get the car fix over the weekend, yeah. they're at work. They can listen to a car's podcast. Yeah, you know? Some enthusiasts talk about what they saw at the Cars and Coffee, yes. what's going on on the, the auction sites, who's looking right. for what. Yeah, and kind of just do a quick walkthrough. And then, like, if there's, you know, some people that are out there 
that you know some guy brings a brand new paint to sample GT3, oh, and then someone else comes with you know a 240 that you could tell they've put blood, sweat, and tears into. Yeah. Well, get each of those to kind of talk a little bit about their cars and talk about the area and what types of things they get to enjoy to do. Yeah. And then people get to learn a little bit more about what that kind of culture is like in that area. Get a little bit like you know get that enthusiasm get that fix yeah man i mean it's always nice because like i I was just talking to a friend about this the other day it's like uh you go and uh you you come to fairhope and uh, you know what frog pond is yeah yeah right yeah okay you you won't know about that place unless you're in the know and so anybody visiting fairhope they're gonna go to like uh master joe's right you know they're gonna hit downtown and they're gonna see uh, the the clock yeah whatever comes up on google Yeah. yeah But you're never going to get that wild, intimate feel it is like Frog Pond. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and so – and there's some other things like pulling example from Caffeine and Octane, yeah. which happens in Atlanta. Huge event. And the organizers of that were super smart because they went to NBC and were like, hey, like we get this huge turnout at this car event. Let, like come walk around at the show. But they never – it never taps – all the way into that like enthusiast spirit right because they still have to they have to have that entertainment side of things and they have to relate to the person who doesn't really know what's going on exactly yeah like you're bringing an outsider who doesn't really get car culture like that's that's the thing so okay yeah no this is great i love it (laughs) yeah so then fast forward to like where we are now and in mobile yeah there's not a regular no, it's kind of terrible. It, it, it does. It, it sucks. It totally sucks. And the quarterly ones are great. Yeah. And the turnout of them is it's, phenomenal. It's massive. Right. And they get people from all the way from Destin, from Biloxi, and the pull is huge. And oh, it's huge. You get a phenomenal turnout. Yeah. But, you know, all right, that's 250, 300 cars that come out to that. Yeah. I'm good with weekly seeing 10 to 15. Oh, my God. No. Uh, when I lived in Orlando, there was this place, Ace Cafe. I, I, have you heard of that place? Um, I don't know if I have. I okay. only know I only know Orlando car culture through Adam Elsey. <laughs> that's fair, and yeah. <laughs> I've got that, my own opinions of him. Yeah, but like whatever. And that's a very small. He's fine, and he's entertaining, and he throws money at things, and it's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Ace Cafe is this really cool restaurant. Uh, like it's kind of like biker themed ish. Okay. They've got a tattoo parlor in the place which is very very biker of them yeah Yeah. (laughs) but it's like also like cafe racer and like so they have car meetups every single day of the week they have euro night they have jdm they have uh bike night they have truck night they have every single thing uh and they have themed ones interspersed in between so like uh uh, specifically tuners or stance guys or like uh they had an air out uh show Oh, cool. Only for bags. Yeah. Just drop like, frames. Yeah. And, they had yeah. VW night, so I got to see a Harlequin. Um, cool. I got to see tons of 32s. I, at the time, had my Mark Six still. Yeah. So I rolled it off, and I was like, hell yeah. yeah that's cool. <laughs> no, I and I was just thinking about this yesterday, is, like, thinking back to, like, our car experiences that you and I have had. Oh, yeah. Al- although few. The one that I was thinking of was uh freshman year you know, i knew i knew like nobody yeah. and uh my mom was like all right you know uh, suzanne says you know find james after school and james is going to give you a ride ride home and everything oh, yeah and i was like i was like all right cool you know and so walk out to your car and 
I, at the time, I just I didn't know enough about VW or, R, or an R32 or anything like that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You started up. I was like, wow, this sounds really good. This is a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this isn't just some golf. I, and, you know, my knowledge of golf was from Top Gear. And I was like, all right, I know t- I know golfs are cool. And, like, they're an yeah, enthusiast. Yeah, likes a golf. No, oh, yeah. Who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. And so then <laughs> I remember you, like, reaching into, uh, like, you know, the door panel or whatever. You pull out a sock because you're like, oh, bl- oh. black shifter in the summer yeah. it's not good <laughs> so and i was like i was like all right this is kind of sketchy i don't kinda know weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> and dude's a weirdo yeah but i i just like looking back on that i was like holy crap that was that was such a cool car that you had but, yeah yeah it, we still have it do you still have the blue one as well no uh, okay no the blue one sadly it got broken into in mobile they stole all the metal plates off of the kick uh off the dead pedal off the pedals uh they broke the uh door lock mechanism i stole a couple other things i think a shift knob uh yeah who had an immobile uh we had our mechanic jesse at the time looking at it because it was a basket case yeah that thing was rough uh for a number of reasons but it would have cleaned up very nicely oh yeah i remember the paint was beautiful on yeah, it. yeah exactly and even with it being blue it's not like the rarest of colors but like it's still a really gorgeous paint coat yeah. honestly um how many do you know how many factory colors were on this? Yes. Uh there was blue, um, black magic pearl, silver, and red. Okay. Yeah. Um It'd be great to get a collection of all four. Red was the most rare, uh black magic pearl was second most rare, then it was blue, then it was silver. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting because I would love to see a silver one, but I've seen. Oh, yeah, uh, I've got to see black, blue, and I think I've seen a red one online or something. But, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, there recently on. Well, I say recently. That's relative. Time's weird, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to say I saw a very similarly spec to our uh, BMP R32 go across Bringer Trailer recently. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's the cool thing about like bring a trailer and cars and bids and collecting cars is yeah. so many people are like selling them in a more public way now. Oh it's yeah, easier. super public fashion. Yes, like it, I'm I've been bidding on so many XJRs recently. Really, ninety five to two thousand and two is what I'm looking was it for. V twelve. It no, no it's, V8. It, so it's I'm talking about the big body sedans. Okay. The, the coupes had the V12. Yes. Okay, yeah. and man, do I not want V12 problems? <laughs> I know, I know. It's like they're so cool, and they sound ridiculous. And it would be real nice, but at the same time, I can handle the the four liter supercharged V8 because a bunch of it. If you go under those cars, half of it is stamped FOMOCO. Is Ford yeah, was working with right. them at the time. So, like, I'm Ford factory trained. I know how to work I on can, all that. I can do all this. I and know the, part numbers. I can and do the f- parts are cheaper. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, but I've been looking at those. They've been going consistently. Well, I saw one go, and it was a, it was this gorgeous silver one, and I bid twice, and I got outbid. It went for thirteen two fifty with 54,000 miles on it. Wow, that's not bad. That's a ridiculous deal. It's, yeah. it's got this gorgeous charcoal, uh, they call it charcoal, it's black interior. Okay. With yeah. like this burl wood uh, paneling. And I've worked on a couple when I worked at Jordan, and those things are torquey. Oh, yeah. Like, they're cool. <laughs> no, that, those, that like era of weird, quirky oh, yeah, British they, engineering. And that, they're sleek. Yes. Yeah, man. I know. Um, well, and now, yeah, it's finding that period of like optimum depreciation yes is it and that's my magic is what i've been thinking is like because we were able to get that 44 right before the markets turned on those and 
Well, now it burned down, but... <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. But, you know, we still have the 6.8. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Hey. <laughs> On to other ones, if, if they pop up. And... Well, yeah. Uh, the next idea is a 9.28. Okay. Is, is yeah. just, don't even bother with another 44. We kind of had the pinnacle 44 in our mind, which was an 89. So that means it's essentially a Turbo S. They didn't make the S's uh, okay. after '88. Um, yeah, man, it was white. It was pretty. Yeah, black interior. See those those era. Like, what do you? I, I don't even know what to refer to that model era of that front engine, four seat, two door. Uh, yeah, two plus two. They're they're basically a grand touring car, right? Yeah, is but even like you don't want to call the twenty four and the forty four grand touring cars because they've got four cylinders in them. Got yes, okay, you know, but I like, gotcha. Their 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 pedigree is essentially um, grand touring car. Right. It's, it's a two plus two, and the only reason it can be called a two plus two is because those two back seats are there for insurance purposes alone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. They have a seat belt for safety, and that's that's it. You wouldn't yeah, want to actually man. put anyone back there. Yeah. Maybe a dog. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. A dog could fit easily. Yeah, no problem. It's the same thing with the nine elevens. You don't use those back seats. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 that's an eighty seven. That's the same year as the Targa. Yeah. Um, you guys still have the Target, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, we still have... God, dude. And uh, SQ8 is on the way. I heard. I heard. <laughs> Good thing it's not on that boat. Man, and <laughs> that's the same thing Josh just said about the allocation for the, the Cayman. Yeah. He goes, thank God you didn't order it two months ago. Yeah, or four or five months <laughs> or, ago. Because yeah. there's builds on that boat from, like, August. Yeah. And no. uh, I was kind of, like, following, trying to piece together, you know names people who had stuff on that boat and what type of caliber of car because right. vw group is huge oh absolutely massive and you know they cater to every customer from millionaires and some with a b billionaires right to anybody yes no i mean it's probably there's half- polos mixed in with those porsches oh 100 <laughs> percent um yeah and like what all was on there because it sounds like it was full there was like speculation at first of like it are all four thousand cars on it which right, i can't yeah. imagine they would ship it if it wasn't full well yeah no that's that's a little wasteful right uh, and they they really can't afford to be <laughs> yeah so yeah. i i've i know that so far there was there's a handful of gt3s which sucks yeah because you know several of those are like paint to sample or something 100 oh, percent. yeah oh. and which the cool thing is porsche has already told its clients that if it was an ordered car from a client the build they will rebuild it well that's very kind of them yes you know uh, that <laughs> right well i mean it's volkswagen and i think they're kind of like look just resolve the issue yeah, we man. don't want any more problems oh my god yeah no not after what 2012 was it <laughs> yes uh, I, yeah i know um and then there's i know one person a, a car collector from mexico um mm-hmm. has confirmed he had an sto huracan sto on there oh god yeah um and i don't know how many but there are bugattis confirmed <laughs> Which that's laughable. Well, that's laughable amounts. Like, oh my god, dude. Yes. it hurts to think about the zeros. Well, and I saw. I was like, Volkswagen confirmed. They're like, yes, the estimated total loss is about 144 like million. I think. And oh. I, I was like, all right, I was like, all right. What here? What adds up to 144 yeah, right, million? Right, right, right. Okay, so like, is there even a Chiron on the boat? Right. Yeah. Because all right, four thousand cars. You know, 
Yeah. I'm sure half of them are Passats and Polos. Right. You yeah. know. Um, Maybe a Mark 8 GTI. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Um, I, even though they're not selling, which you sucks. Know that, which, yeah. Okay. I saw one in front of the Bell Rose the other day. Yeah. Which I was like, oh my God. It yeah. looks so much better in person. Yes. Yeah. It looks great in person. I heard it. The driving of it, though, is where it falls short. Yeah. Everyone's bit. saying the Mark 7 is like just the pinnacle when it comes to GTI. Because that's when they're like, well, that was the contemplation. They, like, they gave G- it the most power. They did. And yeah. it was so close to the R. The only thing yes. was, do you want all-wheel drive? That was the, that was the big question. And, and that's it. Yeah. Yes. Um, I still think the Mark VI looked better. I'm a little biased, um, but I love that body style. Josh and I both, he had that white one and I had the blue yeah. one. And, man, that blue – well, I mean, I'm alive because of that, that, that Gulf oh, R, yeah. man. Oh, my God. But, like, I, I still think it's prettier than the Mark VII. I know a lot of people don't like that. But I, I I like them. Yes. I'm not saying the Mark 7 is ugly, though. It's a really pretty car. Uh, yes. Mark 7 is great. I I mean, bias, because I have essentially a golf wagon. Well, yeah. Man. You know? I want to so badly, and there's kits online that I could order and everything. You're going to bumper swap? Oh, golf R bumper swap? Yeah, 100%. Dude. But the interesting thing is I want to do, on the rear end, the lower fascia for a golf set, uh, R, uh, Mark 7. Oh, so okay. the quad exhaust. Oh, well, okay. Rather than the two yeah. center. The yeah. two center always the looked t- a little off. It does look goofy. Yeah. And I always lamented the fact that they gave the GTI the split. Yes. I, I didn't split understand always it. always better. I right. know. The, just the, that rear valence. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. And I was like, I even talked to, like, my brother uh, right when I got that Mark VI. I was like, what would it take for me to split that? It's like... Yeah, you got a diff there and two more drive axles. Right. Like, you can't. Yeah. There, it's engineered for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's that center yes. for a reason, yeah. dude. Yeah. You're not going to outthink the engineers that were paid. Yeah. You no. Know. Idiot. You're in high school. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. You can go as far as just cutting the muffler off, make it loud, go vroom. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, I don't know. I know. Um, but yeah, Side dumps on a Mark VI Golf R. Yeah. Dude, turbo dump. And then yeah. just get all oh, the turbo yeah. noises. Yeah. No, there's. Uh, in, I'm in several of like the TDI groups and stuff like that, oh, yeah. and the amount of people that do hood exit on the TDIs, oh, I'm like, you are insane. Do you want yeah. to inhale soot all day? They do. That's the that's the answer. They do. They love it, the pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're just like paint dudes and body dudes. They're like, yeah, I love the fumes. That's well, that's how I get through my day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's, who needs coffee in the morning? Just yeah. Just, get, just huff some paint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. There, there's so much that I want to do to it. But oh, then yeah. I always get back to like ugh, reliability. I, I want to, yeah. I want to drop it two inches because that'd be all right. Yeah, I think that would be okay. Well, I don't have a paved driveway and it's oh. kind of steep. Are you gravelly? Yeah. Oh. So it's not too as it is right now. It's not bad. I got to take the yeah. driveway at an angle and oh. it's stock ride height. Yeah. Yes. Josh. Josh parks his car on the street because he's got a, a slate uh, driveway. Yeah. And it, the lip is horrendous. Like even in my stock S five mm-hmm. ride height, oh, I it it. it Oh, like yeah. rough, like straight down. Yeah, no, I my, my girlfriend gives me such a hard time for it, but I like back in mm-hmm. at an angle because it's the best way I can get in, and then I can pull straight out or right. kind of straight out without yeah. scraping. Um, and yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just happy to li- have a house that I'm renting as opposed yeah, to dude. an apartment. I get space. Look, man, I hate this so much, especially like I there's a set of speakers that I'm looking at right now at yeah. Wade Shop. And I can afford them. They're a nice set of Sirwin Vegas. If I get them, I will be evicted. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, One night, I you're can. like, I'm just going to try them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turn like it up I'll, to four and done. Like, I'll blast some, some, oh, I don't 
don't even know, some dickies or something. Yeah. And and everyone's just like, all right, you're gone. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's I'm very lucky. The only thing is there's not Yeah, you got an HOA? Well, don't have an HOA. That's awesome. I know. And we're in a, the, the for Mobile, we're in a great neighborhood, yeah. which is super nice. Um and got plenty of space. My neighbors are Mustang guys. He's nice. like he's this old guy in 80s, 90s. I mean, he's old old guy <laughs> he's got a 65 that he apparently restored like oh, 10 15 years ago okay it, it's How deteriorated it? oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. um I, but, I restored it in the 80s yeah. and 90s but when starts runs don't know if it drives um and then they've got okay. they've got an 05 gt i think a cs um and <laughs> trying to get um, I think it's a CS. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, got an exhaust. Sounds good. And then oh. he had a 18 or 19 uh, GT um, in like that really dark metallic red. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like the, I don't know if it's like the competition pack or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. got the lighter weight wheels and everything yeah, yeah. kicked out. It's got phenomenal fitment for a factory Mustang oh, of all things. Honestly, so many manufacturers are actually focusing a little bit more on fitment, and it's it's kind of nice. Yes, no, it really yeah. like Audi mm. killing factory fitment right now. Yeah, they really are. Porsche's always been really, oh really good with it. But I mean, you walk into a Porsche dealership, every car you walk to, that outer edge of the wheel is going to line up with that outer with edge that of the body, fender. body line. Yeah, and and they throw factory meat on them. Yes. Meaty, great right. tires. Oh, on yeah. Those. Yeah, man. It, it looks so good. Yeah. Um, I, through, through vicariously looking at Caymans with my dad, man, I do think that is the best car that they're running on production right now. I think it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it, it goes beyond the, like, uh, money for value side of things yeah. it's, uh, the money for like performance that you get out of it is phenomenal because it's yeah. a mid-engine car oh yeah and a lot of people think porsche think 911 think rear engine everything well, yeah the cayman has almost perfect weight, weight distribution. distribution yeah and it, it goes back to the same bang for your buck that the 44 was with that 50 yeah. weight yeah. split because of the transaxle and it's it's just that underdog it's not the 911 it's, it's not it's the not. 911 it's not the 911 yeah. and and even you know, going as high up as like a Cayman GT4, right, yeah. is going to compare to a 911 GTS, right? It's oh, gonna, yeah. it's going to outperform the base model 911 all day, absolutely. But yeah. it's not going to get any higher than that. Well, you they know? won't let it; they limit it. Yes, yeah, right. Because that same four liter is in uh, what is it the the Turing's? Isn't it in the GT3 Turing's now? Well, it's the four liter from. <clears throat> I think it's a different four liter. Oh, is it really? So the GTS, I think everything up to the GT3 is non-turbo. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, but I think that as the it might be the GTS four liter is non-turbo. It gets confusing, ah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, I I can't keep up with it, and I I like to think I'm a Porsche guy. Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, I, no, I I've lost the plot. <laughs> I know. Uh, Cayman GT4 is four liter naturally aspirated. Yes. GT4 RS is the same four liter from the GT3. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Well, all I was getting at is they're going to electronically hinder it so it doesn't beat out their favorite 911. Right. But that's where APR is. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I don't know if I told you this before. I got to corner balance uh, a chalk white uh, or chalk gray, whatever the, the paint uh, is. Just chalk. Chalk. Yeah. Okay. 
I got to corner balance a chalk GT4 whenever they were first coming out last year. Yeah. Oh, my God, sitting in one of those? Because I was the ballast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Be our driver sitting yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He said, he's about your height. Sit in there. Yeah. I was like, cool, 30-minute okay. break. Yes. Yeah. Don't have to ask me twice. I'll play yeah, around. Man. Click buttons. Oh, my God. Uh, the, the funniest thing always is, and I know so many auto reviewers harp on this, but, like, what do you do with your little straps, man? Yeah. Like, you're not saving weight. You're yeah. Right. If you really care about it, it's, like, it's neat. It's nifty. You do have AC. Yes, yeah. And that's the best and l- part. Unless you're going, which, it, how, if you were to spec one of those more, like, track-oriented, right? Track so, like, oriented. a GT4, okay. not, okay, so if you were to do a GT3 for, like, track purpose or mm-hmm. something like that, how would you end up specking that out? Well, you got it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the answer, yeah. is, like, if you really wanted to, and you're not, but that's the thing, I'll never be able to afford that. Right. I can't buy it. So the, the, the 50-year-old millionaires who can buy it, they want a little bit comfier seat, and they want some AC, and they want yeah. a radio, which I completely get. They, they know their buying market, and they're right. Porsche's right. Oh, yes. <laughs> I oh. mean... So, if, uh, so then if you were going with from the mentality of, like, drive it occasionally, but mm-hmm. track it occasionally, PDK well, yeah, or manual? Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's, like, the hot debate. Dude, it, it's so tough, because I've driven the PDK... And it's so nice. Mm-hmm. It is so nice. And, like, uh, mine's just a derivative. Just a barely yeah. a derivative in the S5 of a PDK. And with a tune uh, from APR that I have, um, it it won't up uh, upshift on you. Wow. It, it'll, it'll if you it, throw yeah. it in manual mode, it'll bounce off rev limiter to its heart's content. It feels awesome. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, and it makes it, I feel like it gives you such a... Like, yes, the manual. Oh, it's surgical. Love a manual. You feel engaged with the car, but the, feel the like... The PDK is surgical, man. Yes, and you feel your perception of the speed is much greater, right? You're long for the ride yeah. with the PDK. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where, where, like, your personal... Like, you somewhat limit it with a manual because... Well, you're so much slower in a manual. That's really what it is. Yeah. It feels more fun. I love rowing gears. Yes. I will always have a... Well, I don't currently... Yeah, <laughs> the forty four burned down. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'll get the Miata running, and then yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my current plan is to buy a Jaguar, sell that, um, and then fund that, uh, use that to fund a fun car. And I don't know what I'm buying yet. Yeah. I thought about uh, SW twenty MR two. I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna try and go not German. I realized okay. that I have never owned anything that's not German. Yeah. Specifically, I've only owned Volkswagen Auto Group yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like that, that boomer guy that's always just been Ford all, oh, yeah, all no. his life. Or like, Chevy I am his just whole life. fucking Volkswagen tough over here. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I mean, Japan would be, a, Japanese would be yeah. a great route to go down. And, like, I've thought about it. Uh, like, a, so a Mr. Two um, yeah. would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or I really just would have to hate myself, but I thought about a Lotus. Oh, yeah. Because I could get about 20 out of that. Yeah. Well, and there was a period Lotus was Ford. You could yep. Ford parts. Yep. There yep. you go. There you- <laughs> um, but like, uh, what about like a uh, Mitsubishi 2000 GT? A 3000 GT? 3000, yeah. 3, yeah. Those are, those are very cool, but they're, they're bordering like grand touring car weights. Well, I don't really care because that's already what I've got. Um, it's an interesting, quirky one. Yeah, that. dude, they're so weird. Yeah, let me get a, a Dodge Stealth. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, right. they were they were really cool. Uh, you know, that's what's his name, uh, his hill climb car, uh, Hennessy. 
That's the first car he tuned to do the hill climb. Really? Yeah. Wow. He tuned a 3000 GT. Uh, uh, for Pikes Peak, was it? Or uh, what hill climb? I, I different, it might have been Pikes Peak. I don't remember. He did a hill climb. Okay. Uh, but he tuned that up to like uh, 350, of okay. course. Yeah. Or like 400. No. Yeah. I can't remember the specifics, but I know that that was Hennessy his... and something insane. Yeah. yeah. Dude, oh my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was the first car that he tuned for himself to get into the driving. Okay. Uh, and, he, and he did a hill climb in it. And it wow. won. That, and it was his first hill climb ever. <laughs> that'll increase sales then if you're, if you're yeah. trying to... Yeah. Oh my God. And that was before he was like Hennessy, Hennessy. That right. was like when he was just trying to build his uh, image brand. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's he probably bought that used mm-hmm. with mileage and was like, all right, yeah. just throw something crazy at it. I got oh, an idea. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. They just turned up the boost and everything else yeah. and built the engine. That's all he really did um, in that's, slight tuning. That, yeah, that's crazy. I, and it, it's funny, that coming all the way around on that, mm-hmm. last year at Amelia Island, I like met him and talked with him and oh, stuff. Oh, my God. Because when I was in car week in 2019 yeah and we were driving highway one along the coast and everything oh, God, i forget that you did that. oh man every time i'm just yeah no it's insane no you you and your dad at least yeah bring the whole family need to come well, to yeah. amelia island next year well oh you, I, so i went when did you go i went oh um, when you were out there yeah yes a different year i think than you were but yeah, it, i was just last year so well, yeah, yeah so i went in 18 or 19 okay um, when I was living in Orlando, I brought yeah. the six eight, uh, and he brought his Cayman, and we drove the six eight out there. And the in the Porsche paddock, we were the only six eight there. Wow, that was it. And that there was, was only two nine twenty eights there. So, did you guys go to the? Did they have works that year? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was man, it was cool. No, I, and, and Gunther works that dude flex in the carbon. Oh my god! Yeah. They had that. Uh, they had that 930 body, like those wide fender uh-huh. flares, man. That that but, whole blue uh, carbon. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. No, it, it, insane stuff that they stunning. do. Uh, John Oates of Hall & Oates. Okay. He was there. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, he's got a huge collection of 356 say. Speedsters. Wow. Yeah. That's a serious he brought collection. brought Janis Joplin's car. That's cool. That she hand-painted. Wow. That yeah, was weird. Yeah, uh, he had uh, he had a tractor there, a Porsche tractor. Nice, that was really cool. Yeah, uh, it was painted in the uh, uh, the pig livery. Oh, yeah, that's that's. There, were, there were some nine seventeens there. That was oh, really God, dude. Those things are insane. I'm really hoping so. The Amelia Concourse, the two mm-hmm. big well, three. There's three big ones this year. Um, three is like the pre 30s like big yeah yeah like, the pre-war cars the, the suizas the rolls yeah, like yeah, yeah those crazy stuff um and then they've got um le mans yeah so le mans cars are going to be there there's going to be a oh, i'm going to forget it but it's the um the bmw prototype like roofless open top one yeah that underneath is a mclaren f1 gtr yeah yes i know what you're talking about man yeah. that shit's cool i know i'm pumped about that i'm hoping it that the F1 that was there last year will be there again, oh, oh which is going to be really cool. Which, it's crazy. Okay, have you seen an F1 in person? I have not gotten to. No. Okay. And I'm kind of sad, but, yeah. I have seen... What, so, yeah, what do you think? I have seen... Are you... More fingers? <laughs> four. D- dude, Maybe five. Dude, get four of them? Or, hold on, let me think. 
See, one, How many two. were produced? That's my question. Yes, I've seen four, and or I've seen five. Okay, individual, like not, not individual cars. Four of them were all in the same day. <laughs> it was insane. There's there was four of them at the same location. It, not the in the same region. So it was at Monterey. Oh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. I don't need to say much <laughs> that more makes, that. Yeah, it makes so much sense. So go to the, like, R.M. Sotheby's auction. Yeah. And they would bring crazy stuff out. Well, yeah. Dude. And that was the year that they had the F1 HDK going mm. up for auction. So it was, okay. it was the gray one. There's only, like, four or five HDK cars. Yeah. And this one was, I mean, phenomenal. Gray, like, silvery gray metallic exterior over, like, a light tan interior. It's classy, classy. Dude, spec. that's beautiful. And I don't even love a tan or like a coffee interior that much. It looked so good. Oh my god! So we go to RM Sotheby's to preview the auction, and we're walking around, and there's a hotel across the street. Okay. And parked in front of the hotel across the street is Mike Shin from uh, New York. He's he's owned this F1 for. <laughs> 10, 15 years? Long time. Oh, my goodness. He drives it like a madman. Oh, well, like Jay Leno's F1. Yes. Yeah, the dude just drives it. Yeah. And it so was that, his daily for a while. I know. Fucking nuts. It's insane. Especially, that was when he was still the host of, what, Tonight Show? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and every he talks about how everyone gave him crap at the time. They're like, why would you buy that expensive a car? He's like, well, look what it's worth now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. He's like, I, it didn't matter. And he's right. not going to sell it until he's dead. So no, like, whatever. not at all. Oh, it'll become a curated collection. Yeah, and that, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so across the street was his F1, which was the white one with all the black accents. Oh, Which okay. wasn't initially an HDK. He sent it back after the so, HDK To get, period. like, a, yeah. a refurbished package? Yeah. So he got, he got the HDK kit put on it. So what do they do? Do they change his VIN, or does it, like... So VIN remains the same. It's similar to any of these, like, bespoke um, mm, kind of okay. manufacturers. Pagani, Koenigsegg, stuff like that. Y- yeah. You can send the car back at any point, and they'll upfit it with newer things that's so interesting yeah like i mean I, I, it makes sense for like you said the bespoke kind of car culture that those people live in but like to an average consumer it's like yeah no uh i've got a i've got a standard golf uh, make it a gti for me please right you know yeah, i yeah. know yeah <laughs> it, it's crazy well and the, like the crazy thing is pagani if you have, and I don't know if it's this, I think it might be the same with the Wyra, mm. but I know with the Zonda, it was if you had a major service that needed to be done, mm. engine out service, you're sending the car back. You're flying it out oh, to yeah. Italy for them to do stuff to it. And while it's there, they'll reach out to you and say, hey, by the way, we re-engineered you know, the clutch assembly, so we're going to do a new clutch on it if you want. Be like, yeah, of course. And they're like, so you know, we're going to have the car for a few months, and we also have a revised front end with newer lighting and everything, and we're calling it the, I mean, like the 760 kit or whatever that they, they okay, have. Yeah. And they'll say, do you do you want to do that? And yeah, sure. They're like, all right, it, you know, it's going to be hundred such and it's such. Gonna be, it's going to be hundred twenty thousand dollars to do yeah. it or whatever. And all and right, they don't bat an eye because yeah, they own because you have so it's like, on whatever, that. right? Yeah. And so then you get it done, and so that's how you get all these like crazy wild variants and that's stuff. So odd. Well, so yeah. like, okay. I recently learned about this, and I guess I'm just behind on, like, supercar culture. These, like, Hermes options, and, like, people do, like, a speed tail, like, done by Hermes. Yeah. What so, the hell is that? So that is... Well, it's funny that you mentioned this, like, supercar, because you have, like, this... Yeah. You have this knowledge of, like, the 80s to, like, current day... Uh, 
German, you know, Volkswagen Group knowledge because that's like your world ever since you were born. Oh yeah, no, that's what I grew up with. Right. And yeah. so and I definitely have that more like exotic supercar, hypercar, you know, knowledge and experience with things. Um Yeah, no, I'm just like in the dark with this stuff. I like I don't know what's going on with a lot of these newer um just weirdo supercar variants that you can get. Like I I recently I I I just started watching Shmi. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I watched him talk to some guy who had a speed tail that was done by Hermes. I was like, this Man- is this Manny Kalshvin is the guy. He's out in California, yeah. Orange County, I think. Yeah, yeah that guy. Um, it, uh, real estate mogul. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I respect him, like, built this empire himself from yeah, nothing insane. and earned every penny. I 100% believe that. Yeah. Um, crazy hypercar collector like the way that they were talking about these cars felt so foreign to me like i like uh uh numbers rare cars and i was like what yes like numbered cars only right dude what are you talking about just buy what you like no it's insane like that is what they like it is they they want that rarity and exclusivity it's so odd right yeah no so his whole thing is you know all of those big name manufacturers and stuff if yeah. they come to him and say hey we've got a car that we're going to be building do you want to build on it? do you do you want to build slot and if the numbers are low enough he'll say yes if the numbers are high enough he'll say can we do something different different with yeah, it yeah can i can i spec it slightly different than everyone else's right that's so crazy and so like he he had at one point he had three veyrons yeah yeah and he sent one of them to mansory in Germany, and yeah. they rebodied it in carbon, all exposed carbon, and had like gold accents on it. It was the Vincero kit, so they Mansory did I think three or four Vincero kits on the standard Veyron. Oh my god! And so he had one of those. Um, recently sold it, but then he replaced it with um, a Vitas Rembrandt. So Bugatti had um, all it had this what yeah so it had these three cars so Rembrandt Bugatti is Ettore Bugatti's son right or, or brother um, who is a sculptor he did brass sculptures and everything so they're all this like brown carbon kind of spec classy I'm sure it looks beautiful it does it's a classy spec but you think brown like well what? hey yeah it's very very lamaze let's go back to the 70s let's make everything brown yes Maybe get a fucking uh, uh, Plymouth Valiant exactly <laughs> Um, and so that was kind of that Bugatti era of things. And so he, big Bugatti client, when they released the Chiron, he yeah. he told them, all right, I want a Chiron, but I don't want to spec it. And he went to Hermes because right. he has a relationship through Hermes. I don't know how many Hermes bags you have to buy in order to. Oh my god! Be... The dude must have bought like an entire house filled with bags. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Something insane. Yeah. And so he went to them and was like, "Look, I've got a Chiron, and basically, I want you to spec it. Like, however." And so then they did that kind of creamy white exterior color on it. Yeah. It looks cool. It's got that kind of the interesting like horse pattern in the doors and stuff. Yes. Overall, yeah. not an absurd spec. The wheels are match to the body color which is a little off that's yeah it's questionable right um but like that's also up to personal taste a lot of yes. people love that color match stuff they do and on some things it works on i some. feel like yeah um an interesting thing rdbla um mm-hmm. they're do like aftermarket for rappers moguls yeah, you know, yeah. famous celebrities and stuff like that they'll do 
wraps, paint, wheels, yeah, all that stuff. kits. Yeah, they did, and it was for a short period before it kind of got overplayed. They would do, like, fade wraps, so, like, the front end, so you want, like, the front of the car red, and then the back half of it black. Oh, okay. And then yeah, it would yeah, fade yeah. midway through. The cool thing that they did on that was they would either do, like, matching wheels on the front to the back, or, to, you know, the front to the front color, and right. the rear to the rear color, or they'd alternate it. Yeah. Which That's some worked. super Need for Speed 2 oh, shit. And oh, I, yes. like... I know I made that car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, everyone did. They're like, oh, I made that 350Z. Yeah. Right. Like, 100%. I can make blue wheels. No one has blue wheels. Yeah, hell of course yeah, I'm going to do that. Right. going to make an Escalade that can jump. <laughs> yes. Oh, 100%. No, I'm still on Forza. That's exactly yeah, what dude. I do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it oh is so God. funny. But, yeah, no, like, I feel so disconnected to, to a lot of this hypercar stuff. And it's it's really fun to, like, every, like six months i dip my toe and i go what's happening now i'm like oh god oh god yeah no it's insane like i i remember and you remember it too when oh, yeah. when the veyron came out oh my god it was yeah. insane and remember the the big thing was million dollars yeah everyone was, shat their pants yes. and they said oh it's a million dollar yes. car it's a thousand and one horsepower yeah and it's yeah. a million dollar base price yeah and everyone's like oh my god that's insane like a and million dollars for a car did a thousand horsepower build after that yes yeah exactly but now the amount of million dollar plus cars oh yeah no that like, you can buy is insane no it's, like it was so casual i saw um some 60s uh ferrari coupe go through downtown fairhope on like Two Sundays ago, as I was going was to... It, the, was it blue? It was green. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, mid-60s. Okay. So, uh, quarter million dollar car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So casually, I was like, huh, that's a quarter million dollar car. And like, And I walked into the shop, and I said to my buddy Megan, and Wade wasn't working that day, I was like, hey, quarter million dollar Ferrari just drove down the street, and everyone else was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. It, yeah. It's, oh, no big deal. I mean, it's normal. Yeah. Because I saw, like, 50 of them at Amelia Island. So, like... (laughs) I mean, like, yes. Like, the cheapest thing you'll find at Amelia Island is going to be... Is whatever you uh, drive up in, honestly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I drove up in my 6.8. Yeah. And I was... I got to park on the grass. Yes. And I was like, whoa, Whoa. dude, this is a $20,000 car. (laughs) Right. Oh, it's... it's. I'm parked next to 911 Turbos. Right. It's insane. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the amount of million-dollar cars out there is just ridiculous. Oh, it's nuts. The Um, brass-era cars, the pre-war cars alone. I know. Which And that's the weird thing is we don't look at these cars that cost millions and millions of dollars as, like, artwork anymore. Yeah, no, because, like, that's what they are. Is there, like, that's always been, like, mine and, like, my brother's and my dad's philosophy is this is functional art. Right. That's exactly what this is. Yes. And lots of these cars are, it's more so the engineering that you're paying for underneath it. Yeah. You know, which is definitely worth you know, it, well, hundred percent. That's how you can show off your art. Yes. So yeah. it rolls down the street, right? Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, those pre-war cars. But that was exactly what they were. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that it was. It was not only the engineering underneath. How could we can fit in a freaking airplane engine? Oh my god! On this chassis, a sixteen liter inline six. Let's go. Yeah, it's insane. But then, how about let's make the body of it the most beautiful work of art you can Opulent. imagine? Yes. Like your driver. Doesn't have a roof, but I do. Right, you know. No, I and I think like walking around through a field of pre-war cars, 
if you put yourself in the perspective of the great Gatsby, right? Oh, and what yeah. was it? The yellow, you know, car? I forget. Oh, yeah. Like Miss Daisy's car? Yeah. Yes. And how, like, in that book, it made it seem like it was this strangely extravagant thing. Yeah. But to us, we're like, well, it's a car. Well, back then... It was extravagant. It was insane. It was insanely extravagant. Yes. And you walk through a field of those pre-war cars and you understand. You feel it. Oh, my God. You, yes. W- w- with the weight of those noses <laughs> sticking so far out in front. Yes. You feel it. Like, you you look at a Dodge Viper and you go, damn, how do you see out of that thing? Like, with the with nose the hood. being that long. Right. You step in front of a Duesenberg yes. or, or any of those, uh, uh, what, uh, Zephyr. Yep. Yeah. Any of those cars. I, I had to prove I knew more than one pre-war <laughs> I know. manufacturer. I was like, damn. They're, yes. They're all gone. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Hispano Suiza. Mm-hmm. Um, Rolls Royce. Yeah. Of course. Um, uh, Bugatti, technically. Yeah. Bugatti. Oh yeah. man, I would love to see an original Type Fifty Seven Atlantic. Dude, that'd be nuts. It would be insane. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't really think of. No. Yeah. Many others. Zephyr had. I, Man, I really think it's Zephyr. They had a really cool design um, in the in the grill uh, where it looked like uh, thunderclouds. Really? Lightning coming off of them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my dad pointed those out to me, and I was like, that is so... Like, that's art. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, like, that is something that I have grown to appreciate. Uh, the, a lot of newer cars, I feel like it lost the plot for about five years. Yeah. Eight years. I think we're getting back to a lot of artists getting a lot of um, what they're due in the car market. Yeah. Because a lot of these cars are looking better. They are. They're looking good. There's there's like, yes, there's finally some moments. Yeah. It it was those kind of like eras that marked it was that. Well, the, mid, the mid to late 90s was when, all right, we have to start worrying about costs. Yeah, right? safety. So, yeah, yeah, so you bring in all those Japanese manufacturers that yeah. can produce cheap cars. And everything's blobby yes. the, from, like, the late 90s to the mid-2000s. Right, because then everyone's, all right, shifting. All right, well, cutting costs and everything. Yeah. Now we're back to the point of, all right, we've pretty much ironed out the costs of things. Yeah. We can start making them look a little bit better. Yeah. And, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, after the, the mid-2000s, everything went, like, uh, block-edge aggressive. Yeah. And then everything was, like, very fine, acute-edge aggressive. Right. And now everything's, like, kind of yes. arrowing and smoothing, and it's it's nice. Yeah. 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 It took a while. We learned aerodynamics. It, God. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Scion XB was really <laughs> where... <laughs> That, I fucking love that brick. Yeah, I, it's so funny. That and the Nissan Cube, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I was listening to something the other day that was like, they were talking about, you know, what is, what is like the best car in the world, right? And so they, you know, okay. immediately they start, your thoughts go to like, all right, well, it's, you know, Ferrari, Porsche, something yes, like that. sports cars. Yes. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, what is... What like, is the best what, A to B machine? Right. What what satisfies the true definition of a car, you know? And unfortunately that like those Scion XB Nissan cube style things, it, Hundred percent. Yes, you they need were to th- cost effective. Yes, uh, for old people specifically. So that's my favorite part about Scion. They really wanted to tap the youth market. You know how easy it is for old people to get in and out of those high seats. It's so easy. Yeah. No, it, and that's who bought those cars. Yes. Yeah. 
No, it, I mean, it, their sales demographics team was fucking pissed. Yeah. Oh God, yes. They're like, yeah, we. Oh, that that was like the demise of Scion. Was yeah. like, like, oh, we need to make this for young kids, and like, all right, this is edgy styling. We're Toyota's youth market, right? And then suddenly they're like, wait, why aren't the youth buying it? We we made cars for old people. Yeah, we didn't we didn't mean to do that. No, what? what? Yeah, but it satisfied them perfectly. Oh yeah, yeah. And so they're like, uh, well, what are we going to do now? And they're like, well, I don't know. But I don't know. Our market's dying. Yeah, Toyota's <laughs> making a little small sports car. Let's make that too. Yeah. Well, but Toyota's already making it, so... And so is Subaru. <laughs> yes. So do we really need... To, and we had, for a brief moment, we had three of the same car. I know. On the road by three different ma- different manufacturers. Yeah. I love that. Which, I like, that... That level of badge engineering is just hilarious. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. Um, yeah, looking underneath. I mean, it's the same thing as, like, the new Supra. BMW well, yeah. engine in it. And I think that's the best BMW on the road, that Toyota. It... Honestly, it is. It's great. I don't know why you'd buy a Z4. Uh, yeah, if you want a convertible. True. Old people love a convertible. Yeah, which, honestly, if you could get the engine tone, it'd be easy to. If you get the engine yeah. tone of the Supra yeah. out of that, you're pretty much set as a nice convertible. Exactly. Um, man, and, like, the, the new Supra gets a lot of hate, but the Mark IV sucks. I really think it's ugly. The Mark IV? Yeah, man. Ooh. Hot take. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, ah, the Celica Supra was just prettier. The 300ZX is prettier than the Mark IV Supra. Yeah. You could. That the, the, that twin turbo uh, uh, 300ZX, man, that was great. <laughs> I had to look on your face. No. Uh, no, no you make, you're making, like, a really solid point. Um, 3000 GT. Yes. Great the, uh, enhancement in technology at the same time. It really was. Um no, I think I mean you could the progression from and even the Nissan that I don't want to talk about is better, but like whatever. What Nissan? The the GTR. I don't care what about one? either of those. Uh, the thirty two or four. So the thirty four recently because I've always I've always had that appeal to the thirty four. Yeah. That's Fast and Furious. Well, yeah, that's why dude. everyone has you know Bayside Blue thirty four. That's what everyone yeah. would want. But I've recently come around on the thirty three. Thirty three is cool. It is the so 33's cool. cool. So it's the thirty. The thirty is a little. I like the ugly cool. Yeah, it's because yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard on the eyes. But th- that car has the performance character mm-hmm. that you want from it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I think the, the thirty four went far away from the performance. You got to work. You got to do a lot to those to get some performance out of them. You do. They're and and slow. the same thing like, with the Mark Fours. Yes, you have to aggressively. Uh, um, Modify them, yeah. Like, well, and and that's because that era of people buying cars was mods. They, well, they didn't want manual. I mean, that was the automatic. Oh, the automatic oh, yeah, yeah. is like you can drive around. You don't have to change gears. Yeah. So yeah, changing so, gears is for poor people actually. Yeah, uh, right. So many people bought the auto because yeah, and they it was them that way. the better technology. Uh, the SC um, four hundred. Yes, great car. Those are a cool car, and it's like the... You can never find them in a manual. No, no. not at all. Why would you buy a Lexus in, in a, a manual. manual? Well, that's the same thing. As you, I, I would love to have... And I, Man, okay, so this dude I went to tech school with, he had an E400 uh, uh, Mercedes. Okay, yeah. Uh, a W112 chassis, I guess it is. Yeah. Um, he got the 5-liter uh, out of an E500. Oh, wow. Shoved it in there. Um, and then he got a manual transmission out of something and mated it to it. Wow. So he had a manual V8 
E400, 500. Yeah, with that eras of crash test safety. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he rattle canned it with, like, bedliner. Oh, wow. It was sick. (laughs) I mean, that's... Any any suspension or... Oh, it was on cut springs. Of course. Yeah. Of course it was. (laughs) Yeah. Half the time, the other half of the time is probably on the frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that was his favorite part. Yeah. Dude, that thing was ridiculous. It was on Leon Hardens, or however you say that that brand name of wheels. I don't know. All my Florida boys know. Okay, know. yeah. Uh, uh, the wheel stuff, I, I can't. I was around so many Stance kids, because it's Central Florida. Dude. Yeah. Everyone loves Stance. Flat roads. Bags are for trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're not static, you're a loser. Which um, and it is interesting the progression from static to bags because yeah. we are on I think everyone's like all right static is much better now the the bags were was an interesting thing and we got to a point where bags were like yeah you could get good performance out of them you and everything get, I think bags are perfectly fine um, depending on what kind of build you're going for yes yeah like if you're going for a show build 100 percent go oh, bags bag why yeah. would you not go bags right. If you actually want to perform a little bit, go coilovers, max them out when you're trying to show off, and then, you know, if you have the time, actually go back to your track setup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, no, and it's interesting that, like, the sort of fall off of that bag era. Oh, yeah, no. It was, it was like, it was around. Airing out was the coolest thing you could do in the parking lot. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, and, like, I mean, you see them sometimes, you're like, all right, that's still pretty cool. It's, it can be. Yeah, but at the, most of the time, I'm just like, what are you doing? Right. Um, but no, in 2020, AccuAir, which mm-hmm. was like the biggest supplier. Yeah, they, were, they were it. Yeah. They went out of business. Oh, shit. And so, and they didn't have, they were like the manufacturer, distributor, everything yeah. for 80% of bag systems. And so, everyone was literally. I've got no user support now. Yeah. Yes. They're literally like, uh, what if what if I blow a line, which is common? Yeah, what common. do I do? And I, I seriously think that is what led to. All right, springs are cool. I'll, yeah, I'll do yeah. coilover. Yeah, I'll let do... me let me get some coils. I'll go pay for the conies. Yeah, no. Yeah. And so that's really interesting. I don't know if they if they made a comeback because it was one of those things that you know those companies that faded off in 2020 yeah. as businesses were closing and everything. Mm-hmm. They were one of the first ones that was like, nope we're done and it was like yeah how tight on cash were you that you're I, out this i think fast. they had to have been i mean some of these some of these car uh tuning or or parts manufacturers i think do exist on a lot of hype yes because they're they're it's hard to do this shit because you're dumping so much money into product hopefully yeah uh and you you've got a really skint margin man and and to make up for that when you're not selling, right? That's tough. Well, and how much can you develop or re-engineer something? Oh yeah, dude, yeah. a bag's a bag. Yeah, like really, the system doesn't change, so it's not like every six months you're coming out with a new product. Yeah, no, you ain't got Bluetooth uh, uh, lines, so right. you're fucking done. Yeah, so it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, that would be an interesting company, you know, of all those ones that that were gone. That mm-hmm. would be an interesting one to come back and. Um, I'm surprised no one really has brought it back. Well, I mean, there's some others. Someone's out there. taken their market share. Oh, I'm sure someone has scooped up yeah. that that demographic. Stance shows still exist. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but at the stance shows, static is king. Yeah. 
if you're not dragon frame, are you really a man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the amount of like catchphrases that uh, I'm trying oh, to think of what yeah, all the stance kids have. It's ah man. I'm trying to think something about scraping. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I heard one the other day, but I can't remember what it was. I had a buddy with uh, an Acura TLX uh, who was slammed, 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 to the point where he would teeter-totter on the lowest of humps. Oh, yeah. And he, he said, get in my car, James. I just put bigger wheels on, and I'm, I'm a little bit lower, and I'm rubbing. And I was like, you're proud of that? You're right. happy about that? He's like, like, yeah. You knew bigger wheels were going to do that, right? <laughs> no, and he was like, yeah, that's why I did it. Yeah. I, I got these $1,500 set of wheels. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. Yeah. And... And they're these big dishes. Yeah. And they're, they look admittedly sick. Polished faces. Nice. They're great. Uh, he looks hard. It's awesome. Yeah. He drives around the school parking lot just scraping hard. And I'm, I'm in the passenger seat cringing, and he's grinning. Yeah. I was like, this is what you love. This really is oh, car yeah. culture for you. This is how you express it, and this is yeah. what you love. That's wild. Yeah. That's Love, so fucking when, weird. When the people turn around and be like, what is that god-awful noise? Yeah. Yes. And they see you coming through, and you're like, hey, they yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. Whose piece of shit scraping? It's like, mine. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was someone in Birmingham. I never talked to him or anything because he was that person that like yep. loved that low stance culture that just... Like borderline obnoxious. So he had... An S class. Um, God, no. Like, <laughs> like an S550? Like yes, an older one? Like S550, like the the kind of bubble year one. So okay, like yeah, yeah. 2005? 2005, 2009, anywhere in yeah, there. Something yeah, something like that. Um, terrible engine. I hate working on those. Uh, yeah. That, this, yeah. He, that wasn't one of the worries here. Okay. <laughs> had I? They had air suspension, I just want to tell you. Oh, they said coilovers. Okay, the, we're- not much coil in there. Oh, cool. It was pink. <laughs> and like with like 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 Mary like, Kay pink? Um <laughs> or like 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 bubblegum like Pepto. Closer to bubblegum. Word. Um sick. It, yeah, it was God, I don't, I wouldn't even know where to find this thing on like Instagram or anything. Um God, dude, I just I worked on so many of those where I was taking it out back and power washing the just oil and grime out of them. Oh, yeah. Because they just pick up everything. Oh, yeah. Well, and they leak from everywhere. Right. Those things are the just notoriously bad. Um, Oh, my God, those things. But, you know, every time this guy rolled in, which, like, I mean, uh, it achieved his effect. He just wanted wanted people to recognize the car. You did. Every time he came up. And he was having a great time. So I was like... I fucking love that. you, You can't knock him for it. Um... Man, I don't even know. Then there's the Camber boys. The guys that just run around with their cameras? Camber. Camber. Yes, Sorry. Camber. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm a camera boy. You are a camera boy. Yeah. Nah, um, dude, the the absolute ridiculous negative camber. Oh, yeah. In the stance culture. No, best saying is the only thing negative you need in life is camber. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I... I that's a, again, like the same kind of like I have respect for your build. I don't get it. I don't think I can. I don't think I will. I like a God. I do sound like a boomer when I talk yeah. about modifying <laughs> my own cars. I'm yeah. like, I just want a little bit of low. I want it to run and sound a little better, and just have a bit more pep. OEM plus. That's it. Oh, I know. I'm I'm a huge OEM plus guy, and yeah. like 
I can understand if if you're wanting go some, wild, go crazy, some clean, you know, fitment. If yeah. you wanted to line up, sure, lower it, get a little bit of camber in there. Track camber's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Race cars have camber. Yeah. You know? Uh, if you, have you ever seen a NASCAR in person? Camber, bro. Dude, the, the positive and negative on the other it's side. It's so the odd. weirdest thing ever. Oh, my God. So this is just like in a clip. But, oh, man, with the mirrored tent? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was so low. Oh, um, that's sick. I, I honestly, based on the noises it was making, I wouldn't be surprised if it had a welded diff, too. Like, I love that. I just, I, no, is it not a formatic? I don't. That's wild to me. Probably, probably the front diff was blown. I don't Pro- know. You know what? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. he's like, it blew. I've got I a real wheel drive car now. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. You just take the gear out, and you're fine. Yeah. Um, drop the drop the uh, the axle from it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, I mean, like the dude got out of the car smiling every time. You couldn't knock him yeah. for it. No, it he was, was in love with what it, what he was doing. <laughs> yes, it was it was the best. It was so awesome. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would never go that far with a car. But I would, it, I and would I take, love seeing people go that. Yes, far. if I had a crazy wild collection of cars, and I was like, you know, I I want to have a car that satisfies like every car person. I would totally go and buy a late '90s something, yeah, and just do full show car, the most metal, the bass boat paint job, you know, <laughs> on it. Like, oh my god, yeah, you throw a pound of fleck in the, in oh, the bucket. Yeah. yes. Um, oh my god! There was an E30 BMW uh, 3 Series, like Mach M3, yeah. at, at uh-huh. one of the shows I was at, and it was exactly that. It was black with this uh, rainbow metallic flake. Oh god! And it was so much flake. It was so sick, dude. Under oh yeah. The spotlights. Oh my god. Oh yeah. He's like, I'm paying for the paint. Might as well do it right. I want to see it. Oh yes, and every light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. Oh, I'm trying. To, I've been to like shows before where it's just got a ton of those crazy things. actually you know, i would totally do like a um even older like the uh 70s era like the big body american cars oh yeah bro yes okay well you know okay if i was to do it yeah what i would do is i would get myself a caprice from yep. the 90s. Yeah. Yes. And I would I would I would put on some bows and I would go full Houston slab. Yeah. <laughs> just make an absolute ass of it. You like I pull up in that and I get out and everyone's just like, "Why are you in this?" What yes. Are you, what are you doing? Uh, oh god, yes. Yeah. Put put the big big shades on. <laughs> yeah, the the shutter shades. Oh yeah. Fuck. Uh, yes. And be and be like and make sure that no one has any questions about what you do for a living cuz yeah, you're obviously no. a pimp. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's all they need to know. You, you, you see me brush my shoulders off? Yeah, you know it. Uh, you know it. Oh, no, or, or like, a, and for like a stance car, I've thought about. I love stance dudes doing um, the the big body sedans. Yes, but I would do it Euro, hundred percent, and I would do an E thirty nine seven series. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yes, yeah. The roof line on that car, they're gorgeous, phenomenal. It, between uh, that that mid nineties to early two thousands Jag that I'm looking at the XJRs, yeah. I was also looking at those same seven series, yeah. those seven forty eyes. I still wouldn't do the V twelve because I don't want V twelve problems. Yeah, but that four liter, same four liter, right? Um, it is not that bad. Um, there's lots of complaints that people have. <laughs> um, 
But, but I mean, you, you're not looking for something that's going to, you know, destroy half the stuff out there on the road. No, you know, it, I, I want it to go down the road. Yes, <laughs> right. It, you want it to be comfortable and look good. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally the way to do it. Yeah. Also, those XJRs, they come factory with like 330 horse. Wow. From the from the late 90s. That's, um, that's impressive for late 90s. That's factory what my supercharged V6 and the S5 does. <laughs> Just imagine what that would be. Supercharged or does it turbo? From, oh no, it's supercharged. It is supercharged. It's a, it's a four liter supercharged V eight, four derived. Kind you upgrade of. a pulley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would do an upgraded pulley, a tune, and an exhaust, and then I would just drop it a little bit. Uh, most of the Jags come with air suspension, but they're notoriously bad, so I would yeah. just throw. Uh, R not makes a coil kit for them. Okay, um, conversion kit. I would just do that. Yeah. That's the same Land Rover kit that I did like. 20 of while I worked at Jordan Automotive because all they the all range and Land Rovers come in and they're like, get rid of my air suspension, yeah. please. Yeah, I've got fitment in the back and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, I, I came out of the garage one morning and for some reason I was tucking and I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, so fix it, please. Now, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's like there's every time I see like that era of like a Range Rover Sport, yeah. They look so good. They look great. And the interiors on them are so, so well comfortable. Done. Yes. Um the but, LR3s. Yeah. They're wonderful. They look great. They sound good when they're tuned. Yeah. My old boss, uh Mike, he's got a black one that he runs as his new tow pig. Nice. His, to tow his GT3 around <laughs> to take to the track. That that's like that's some it seems bougie, but he got that car for 2 grand. Yeah. If you mean business, you tow your track car with a truck, right? Yeah. But if you just want to be comfortable and do it with a little class, yeah. you do it with like the most luxurious SUV. You oh can my get. god! Give me your Land Rover. Give me. Oh man. Okay. I'll tell you about this other guy's tow pig that came into the shop. Sometimes he had a nine nine one C four S. Okay. Beautiful. Only for the track. Spect. Nice. He, he like runs some kind of insurance place. Really super nice guy. Yeah. He tows it with a, a Cayenne Turbo. Oh yes. Yeah. Especially if you can tow your track car with yeah. the same manufacturer. Right. What a flex. It is. Oh my god. Anyone who <laughs> just I love the mental image of someone towing a Lamborghini Huracan whatever. With an Urus. Yes. There's yeah. a picture of that in the UK or Europe Somebody's somewhere. Somebody's doing it. Yes. There's oh someone that's God. that's towing it. And then, oh, man, what else? Not not really the same, but there's a guy out in California that has an Aston DBX. Oh, and he tows it with the Aston? Well, he's trying. He hasn't, he hasn't done it yet because I think he's not too sure about the towing setup on the DBX. If it'll tow what it says it will. Are they out yet? They are. There's there's two of them here. You're kidding me? No, there's one of them that's like the best green color I've ever seen on a DBX. Oh my god! And it's, some dude drives up and down 13 and just yes, I've seen him twice. And dude. there's another one. There was a um, how, you won't even, you won't recognize them. It looks like a Volvo. They look weird, don't they? It looks like an XC90. I love what Volvo's been doing for the past five years. Yes. Oh my god! But. Uh, but no, anyway, so this guy out yeah. in California, he's a huge track guy. Yeah. And he wants to tow his Senna <laughs> behind the DBX. Oh, are you kidding me? No. It, 
That's I, yes. all right. That's baller. The only reason he's towing the Senna is because his P1 is worth more. Oh, oh, my P1's worth too much. I can't tow it, so I got to tow my Senna. Yes. All right. Dude. Exactly. That's sick, though. Right. I can't even fault it. I know. But yes, anyone who tows their like track car yeah. with whatever the most luxurious yeah. like, SUV that they can get their hands on, hero. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, no, you're a winner. Like, because before that, my boss had a a, a GMC 2500 HD, right? And like, that's what his tow rig was. Tows it, was it no problem. Wonderful. Oh yeah. my god! It's like the GT3 wasn't there. Exactly. Aluminum uh, uh, trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes, dude. What? Towing a feather. Yeah. Don't even notice it. Yeah, I'm sure the range is not not quite the same, but not the same. But he told me he, it gets the job done fine. He went to Atlanta before I uh, moved jobs, and he said it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, he put a bigger radiator and a pusher and a polar fan, so it didn't have any yeah. over- overheating issues. Because he, it wasn't a supercharged car, but he put one on. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, what, will, what will the SQ8 tow? I wonder if it would. It would. Yeah. It it's... actually has a great towing. Effect. It'll it'll tow a boat. Okay. That's why Jeff bought it. Because it'll tow a boat. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a Whirlcat. Now. What is that? Uh, it's it's a catamaran okay. style boat. But it, gotcha. Outboards? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, two 450s. Nice. Yeah. Well, how long? Not long. Recently. Like, we got it. No, like, like Oh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, 26. Okay. 27. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's oh. Good size. Normal size. Yeah. Well, it'll definitely tow a, a 911. Oh, dude. No problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Have you seen... Oh, man. Have you seen the two uh, Jeep Grand Cherokees, the new ones that have been rolling around here? Or uh, Grand Wagoneers, excuse me? I, I've, I think I've seen a few of them rolling around. The luxury car dealer up in Daphne has That's one for sale. I think they're ugly as sin. So I first saw it at an auto show when, okay. it, when it kind of first came out up, yeah. in, up in Birmingham. And... I respect Jeep for maintaining their like heritage names that they have. Grand Wagoneer, good name, great name. I think I see what they're doing with it. Totally, yeah. they'd be dumb not to jump on the three row, like absolutely wagon. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest problem I had with it, and I've heard things that kind of disprove my thoughts on it. Of course, I haven't driven it, but okay. it's it's on a Ram. 1500 chassis is it really yes so it's it's almost body on frame that makes perfect sense just chrysler right and ram is a phenomenal driving truck absolutely but i can't help but feel like it drives like a truck yeah not a luxury suv right (laughs) now i mean you know a full-size escalade is is no sports car no but I just feel like it's that uh, that development when I learned that with that development of engineering on it just felt just not. It, it feels odd, but I mean, look at a modern truck mm-hmm. and the way it rides. It, they're great. There's a reason they're, people use them as their everyday family car. Well, that's why they're seventy, eighty thousand dollars now. Right. It's because they are luxurious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, and I mean the interior on them is oh is, yeah no it's very nice. It's phenomenal. Um, oh my god! But compare it to like a new Cadillac. Yeah, those well, new, and that's the thing. Those I mean, new Escalades. The Wagoneer is hundred, hundred and ten. If you yeah. want one with features, yeah, it's a lot of money for a Jeep. Oh, I would take a Navigator over that. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. They're so much nicer. I've I've always been more of the fan of the fully loaded, um, like sub brand, right? So like Chevy to Cadillac. Oh, okay. Like fully or, loaded well, I suburban. Mean, what about GMC in between. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do a fully loaded Yukon. Yeah. Same with like like I like the Navigator. The mm-hmm. interior of the Navigator is. Phenomenal. It's the best thing Ford's done in so long. It's insane. It, they're really finally like, and just as they killed off, um, what's the what's Lincoln's big uh, SUV or uh, 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 sedan? Sedan. The was that the uh, not the Continental? Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. killed the Continental. Yes. Which sucked. They went wrong there. They should have made it suicide doors. I, just saying. <laughs> you're not wrong. But I, what I did love is those weird integrated door handles into the trim. That was yes. so cool. And I've, I, I rode in one, like in an Uber in Chicago years ago. Yeah, comfortable. Quiet. Quiet. Yes. Yeah. A great German competitor. Oh, really, really good Yeah, car. yeah. If you want to compete with not an S class, but an E class. Yeah. Yeah, every oh. day. And I think if, if, if Lincoln, if Ford took it in that direction, right? Yeah. If you say that the Navigator, which it is, is competing with the big the GLS the G- Mercedes yeah, yeah. and the 7 series you know the X7 yeah then all right take that continental mm-hmm. make it a big boat make it an S class competitor and you can do it well you could totally do it well 100%. Be- because they've already done so well with the navigator they've already captured yeah. that like luxury segment mm-hmm. they could easily do that just turn up the the level of comfort and features inside and yeah I think it would sell because I don't think that sedan market is completely gone. No, it's not, and um, it is shrinking though. I know, and it's for SUVs. Yeah, man, and oh god, I will, I will shit on BMW X chassis anything yeah. all day of the week. They aren't worth a lick, and like I like a lot of what BMW has done recently. Well. Yeah, yeah, I'll stick to that. I like what BMW's done recently. I will, I will stick to that. They've done some good stuff. I like how they, except have, for their Under Armour interiors. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. BMW interior always falls short for me. Yeah. Too plasticky, not nice. And even for German, I mean, I know they're they're sporty, but right. like they're they they inhabited that same in between luxury and sport that Audi has for the same amount of years. Audi yes. just does slightly more. On the luxury side, they do, and and where they do the sl- they, where they complete that like higher luxury, yeah, they do it with the same slightly a little bit better in performance. They do, you know, it's and so ridiculous, right? <laughs> I I love that BMW has while developed electric cars have continued to push really good performance cars. Yes, yeah, M yeah. two Comp, M two CS, yeah. M five Comp, M five CS, yeah, phenomenal. Cars. Those things are ridiculous. I so badly want to drive one. Yes. Oh my god. I want. I want to understand how the X, or how the M five, is such a good sports car while being, while being a luxurious a massive car. Sedan. Yes. <laughs> I, it makes no sense to me. That car should not be as fast as it is. It shouldn't handle the way it does. It yeah. shouldn't hit corners like that. Right. Like, it, it really does marvel physics. Yes. It, mean, it probably makes perfect sense, but I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. It's just modern engineering at its finest. Well, yeah, no kidding, right? Um, man... Yeah, no. Uh, uh, anything, anything coming from BMW's uh, SUVs, they're just always terrible. Yeah, I've worked on so many uh, uh, 
uh, they would have been recalls, but they were out of warranty because they just slipped through the cracks for that. Yeah. Uh, X5s, man. Really? Oh, my God. See, I'll, I'll confess, recently I've been like, looking at a lot because they seem like good values, but hearing what you're saying now, I think I understand why. They're rough. But that first, first to then facelift version of the X5M. Yeah. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Do yeah. you watch any Hoovies Garage? A, a that, little bit. That big nerd. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I keep up with him. He just had that X5M, right? Yep. And he can't sell it anywhere. Uh, no. <laughs> and and that's like you could find one with, you know, fifty to seventy thousand miles in like the thirty range. Yeah. And I'm like They're so alluring. I'm like that's, that's what, tempting. That seems like a value, right? Uh, it the performance isn't what's going to steer you wrong. It's everything else attached to the engine, right? Is the issue. Um, we, I've replaced so many modules in those footwells the, uh, the, that control every bit of your interior electronics. Yeah. They just die. And not for flooding. No. Just... No, they just crap out. And when they do flood, because they do, yeah. their, their seals are rough. I, yeah, man. Oh, oh, what was the other thing that I did a ton of? I did... <laughs> I did a ton of um, it was an AC component. I guess it was a it was some kind of fan up under the the passenger side dash. Yeah, uh, and I, I pulled so many of those units out and put them in with like just so many codes. Which it, I mean, so many so many codes. It, would you say that that's probably the same for most BMWs of that era that they just had those electrical issues? I didn't touch a single E46 while that uh, while I was in that shop. The only time I touched them was for an oil change. Wow, man! I got to do a service work on a one M though. Ooh, yeah, orange or uh, uh, white? White, mm, interesting. Yeah, because I know there's an orange one in Fairhope. Yeah, um, those are cool. They're so weird. I got to drive it because that had the what the S fifty four the V eight yeah. from the M three. No, no, no. It was it was still an inline six. Um, but they were they were a little tooted up. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, those are cool, and I, that's what the M2 basically turned into. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, the the one M is just smaller. Yeah. It's so weird. Like I was like, is that an M2? Tall there? though. Yeah. Strangely they're, tall. They're oddly proportioned. Yeah. There's you're. Uh, it's almost like the Z3s. Like you're almost sitting on the rear wheels. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Small trunk. Yeah. 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 Um, like there is, I think, a bench seat in the back, but like. Well, yeah, that cabin is really compressed. Oh, and the yeah. roof line is tall. Visibility out of it, I would imagine, it's is wonderful. really good. Yeah, it really is good. Um, I uh, that thing handled ridiculously, man. Really, it was so tight. Yeah, so nice. It only the it only had like forty seven thousand miles on it. Wow, and it was a two thousand eleven. It was in white. Ah, oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, man, that is super nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, oh man. The the <laughs> there's a up in Birmingham right now, there's an M four GTS Whoa. for sale. What do you think okay, what 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 year is that GTS? Uh sixteen. Okay, yes. Yeah. So 17? that's the one with like the bronze wheels and the wing? Yes. Yep. I don't know how I feel about those. I I think they they're a good argument for like a track car, but I, knowing BMW, I can imagine they probably suck on the road right they're probably firm they just uh, not a good road car yeah i feel like they're one foot in one foot out yes which i mean at that point 
buy a base M4 yeah. and track it out how you want it. Exactly. Put buckets a wing and lower it. I also think the aesthetics are awful on it. I don't like the wing, and I don't like the, the bronze wheels that you get with them. Yeah, the <laughs> the wheels are iffy. They're, Especially depending on the paint code. Yes. You can make them look gorgeous. This one is um, that sort of, like, matte gray color okay, yeah, from the I factory. It looks, good. it looks really good. And yeah. it's got the orange accents in the interior. Yeah. So it ties together really well. Um, I do really like from that sort of era that metallic pearly white mm-hmm. those those look really nice yeah they do um the yas marina blue is overdone oh, yeah. from those it um, is and i, I don't think it meshes spec, so. well with uh that orange no uh, why are you putting blue and orange together yeah and it's not gulf orange. Who are you florida yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah um yeah so those are those are really interesting i saw someone um shared i don't you remember where the dealership was mm-hmm. but it was a picture of an m4 gts for sale um publicly and it was listed for five hundred and ninety nine thousand (laughs) dollars (laughs) and what pipe are they smoking well and so it, it he had on there it said like um we thought it was a joke too until we called and he confirmed it's right Dude, why would you do that? I, know. I mean, like you'd think, okay, it's posted, it's for sale because they're they have to show it's for sale, yeah. you know, for something, but they're not actually trying to sell it. Yeah, no, but he thinks he can get that value out. It, this is a half million dollar car, I swear. Yeah, it, trick somebody it, into it. Not a shot. I mean, yeah, no, uh, but it's actually they're they're just like every Corvette, dude. Oh, it's actually a one of one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I put the I put the front uh, um, bug bra on the front yeah. and. And it's rare now, um, and I've got I've got custom embroidered floor mats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I left the uh, blue peel tape on there, uh, so it's rare. It, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Factory tape. I I've seen, um, you know, the whole story behind like the um, Dodge uh, Challenger and the oh the yellow banana strips, the yellow things. Well, you know they they changed them where like the newer ones were supposed to have pink. Really? Because they were, they were supposed to be pink because they're like. Well, they're not supposed to be on the yeah, car. Yeah, no one's going to keep them on if they're pink. All right. these manly men. Yes, but I've seen several with Dude, them, you're keeping them on? still on. I think it's funnier if they're pink. If they're yellow, you're an idiot. If they're pink, that's hilarious. I know. That's how I'm looking at it now. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny. Every just time. supporting breast cancer. Right. I, I've got, Awareness. It's, it's gotten to the point where driving around with my girlfriend, she'll see them, and she'll be like, Idiot. Covers are still on. You know. Dummy. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I really love that. It is so funny. No, the they like the um chief like design guy for FCA, mm-hmm. he put out like something and he was like, you know, our safety compliance team is taking it as a huge compliment that people are keeping these bumper guards on. <laughs> he's like, But I reassure you they're only for the transportation and he's like, and we don't know why the dealers aren't taking them off. That's a that- one dealer somewhere was just like, this is factory. Oh. Can't take this off. Someone walked, probably someone walked into the dealership and was like, you know, they hadn't even done PPI on oh, it yet. Oh, yeah. And they walk up to it and they're like, oh, wow, did, did it come like that? And they're this like, factory? And he was probably like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, 100%. Yeah, it is. That's that's a, um, it's an upgraded option. <laughs> um, it's it's twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, but we'll give, we'll, we'll mark that off for yeah, you, if, you yeah. go, if you buy it right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it also came with nitrogen in the tires. That's another thousand. God. 
Um, yeah, no, it's so funny, and uh, I, I'm surprised you don't see it with like other cars, like oh, other have, manufacturers. Yes, no, it's because Dodge owners are too stupid. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, like door. The cars come with like a protector, like plastic around the door. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, why don't you keep those on too <laughs> while you're at it? Because it's selective stupidity. I don't know, yeah. man. It's just hilarious. I do think it doesn't look terrible. It doesn't. No, but it's the fact that you know that they're supposed to be peeled off, and you're like, you're an idiot, right? No, it's. I mean, like, it's it's like a full plastic piece that's like screwed in, yeah, and like. They're not – they're screwed in underneath, but not on, like, the front or the top of it. And could you ma- – if that gets caught or snagged on something, yeah, it's screwed in. Oh, That's, yeah, your day is ruined. It's ripping your bumper off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you – I, I got to imagine that some aftermarket company has made front splitters with those on there. I, You could probably <laughs> – I'm, I'm really curious if I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> We're gonna see There's if, gotta be if they're for sale on eBay. <laughs> oh, oh, the markers themselves. Yeah. Oh my goodness! While you do that, I'm gonna grab something real quick. Yeah. 